I'm I'm doing fine. You haven't started yet. Now we have started. Yes, we have started. That's why I was asking you, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Now we're live, ready to roll on Thanks. episode five of the Running Gun Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome, folks. How are you guys doing this evening? Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening, wherever you may be watching. Uh, welcome to, as they said, tonight's episode of the Running Gun Podcast. Uh, so, so far, you know, got a good one for you. It's going to be interesting tonight. Got a couple things to talk about, a couple things to discuss, of course, pertaining to mm. SWAC Media Day and all of the preseason offers that come with them. Um, the prediction. Wait, say it again. I was going to say something involving some music. We could go with that. Oh. He doesn't get what I'm talking about. Music in a locker room. No bells ringing. Oh, oh my gosh. I am so slow. Oh, geez. That's terrible. Man, he's still, he's asleep. Oh, man, has a little swelling, a couple of screws out. That's a double neck. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Um, We're going to talk about Swag Media Day, of course. Preseason honors who got snubbed. Um, Geez, got a lot of stuff. Training camp started today, actually, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. We actually had a Swack Media Day. We had a call out too. Wow, this was it was special. It was interesting, and then also too, um, Ace already knows. Ace, you already know too. We 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 were supposed to have a guest invited because somebody decided they wanted to talk big noise to us. I showed you the screenshots. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes, yes. No, I'm slow with that. It's okay. See, uh, one for one. We're one for one. Talking on the field, though. I prefer to – we want to talking on the field. We, like, we can have this whole argument on a camera, but it's not going to have any value. Look, on, all I'm going to say is this. I extended the offer to said fan, and I told him, I said, look, if you got the cojones, if you got the balls to come on here and talk with us, we'll hold court. Evidently, he didn't have the balls. He didn't want to keep the conversation going, and we will not talk about said JSU fan. So now, moving on. Yeah, I know you gotta be careful when you say that because those, those things they, they pop up like candy, man. You gotta be careful about that. But yeah, overall, it's gonna be a good show tonight, folks. We got a lot of fun stuff for you. If you have not already, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. To the channel. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Yes. I'm going to post a link of the show in a minute. But once we run the intro, I'll post it. For the comment section, let's hit this intro and get going. Yes. Also, too, be sure to leave, leave a comment as well while we are going through this tonight. But it's going to be a fun one. Um, as you already know, sit back, relax, get comfy. Let's go. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is GP. This is the Bull. This is JC. This is Flash. This is Denny Hendricks. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to the Run and Gun Podcast.
ahead and dive right on into it. So, well, first things first, I'm I'm reading this thing real quick. Hold up, Ace, take it from here. All right. So, as we all know, Slack Media started off, but before the media they even got going, and you had a wait. Let me pause, pause, pause. Let me rewind this back. You want to start with the what happened on Saturday, or you want to start on what happened for media day? Start on Saturday, because I want to chime on. All right. So back to the beginning. Let's do it from the beginning, guys. Saturday, as we all probably know by now, uh, family had to suspend all football activities with the players, personnel, staff, you know, all the goodies involved. All got put on um, indefinite suspension, about like a day and a half, two days of suspension or whatever. Anyway, yeah, so they had to put suspension on for everything because of a rap music video being filmed, recorded, whatever you want to call it, inside the family locker room. And as you know, how Willie Simmons is a stand-up guy, you know, he has strong discipline stuff. You know, you can't have your players coming in, letting guys have rap music videos with explicit language that doesn't match the culture beliefs that you as a coach is trying to build within your program, if you all know what I mean. So, yeah. That happened. So, thank you, Ace, for that introduction. Now, tirade comes now with this word right here before I get started. <laughs> you got to get the sip of water like the old man. Sips water? No. Yeah. So, yes, Boston Richie, who is a local rapper in Tallahassee, is just very popular. But honestly, I've... To be honest, never heard of him. Yeah, and I think it's – well, I don't know what your excuse is, but I think it's because, like, I just I, – I was so spoiled by the 2000, the year 2000 music, like, from 2000 to, like, 2009, 2010. I was so spoiled with that. that I, I just – I don't find that type of music complimentary. But to each its own – um this word is right here for a reason i understand you know you're only in college once you're only young once you want to have fun and stuff but if it wasn't authorized why did you why the hell did you do it and i get not everybody was involved as well too but i will say this you know uh 80 tiffany sykes actually cleared the air and allowed the football team to resume the activities and stuff. ESPN reported it as well as a lot of other outlets and it came from FAMU first. And so with that being said, this is the thing that I, I will say. The word needs to be refocused. I still think, you know, yes, Willie Simmons is a player's coach. He'll take a bullet for you. He'll go to bat for you. He actually was in front of the 220 QB club in Tallahassee today talking about, you know, how he is from Gadsden County, how Gadsden County is very like poor, how Gadsden County does it's, it's still trying to come up. Essentially it's underfunded and basically said, you know, I'm, if I gave up on some of these kids and stuff, you know, I'm not doing them a favor, which he's got a point. He's right. He's right. And I, I do respect that. It's like, you know, he, cause he even said to, he was like, look, 
he's like, look, if you're going to hang yourself, it's, when you run out of rope, I'll give you even more rope so you can, can so you can continue hanging to try to help you out. Because, honestly, he has said before, like, look, FAMU has been there for a lot of alumni. When they did something dumb, he's going to be there still to hold hold him accountable, love him up, coach him up still. It's one of those things, it's like when you have kids. You got to discipline them, mm-hmm. but you got to love them up at the same time. But I know none also of us, neither of us, have experience with that. But yeah, no, we we don't yet, thank God. Um, but I will say this too: there needs to be a sit down moment where you whoop, refocus, and you need to ask yourself. You know, it's things like this that have held this team back every year. Dumb things, self inflicted. Not going to say any relation, but you have to refocus, do things the right way. You're coming up on fall camp. It's time to dial in. You can't have any more of these antics anymore. You just, you, you can't do it. The potential and the talent is there. The, talent, the potential and the talent has been there since 2019. Every year that they play football since 2019. But it's been little dumb things every single time that has held this team back. Don't let this be a reason that, like, you get held back this year. Or don't let this lead to something dumb this season. You have a championship football roster. Without Kamari Stevens, who left to go to Jacksonville State, just committed there earlier in the week. So that's my two cents as far as that. Refocus. Refocus. Mm. Now. Yeah. Let, me, let me say some stuff. You know, like, you should, as players, you know, it's like. I just realized you put that as your background. Mm? I just realized you made that your background. <laughs> yeah, that was for, um, yeah, why the hell were they doing that? You know, it's like, you know, your coach, you're, you're just players right now. You want to have fun? Yeah. But you should probably get it cleared before you do anything like that, where you have a person who's not authorized to be on campus, be on campus with inside your locker room where you have maybe you have a playbook lying around, some other stuff that you don't want the public to be seeing, like like I just said, playbooks, your whole scheme packages, whatever. See that gets caught on camera. Oh, wait, then what happens? Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely mm. 100% right. And on another so, note, though, you keep going. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to say Swack Media Day. That's what I was saying. On another note, I'm talking about some better stuff happening around. Yeah. Kind of a little dull beginning to the show. Let's get the energy going and talk about some media day where we don't have to talk about nobody with no injuries. Yeah, exactly. Swag Media Day. So they came up with their projections and everything. And so here it is. People on crack. So I'm going to go with the West first. Swag West predicted order of finish as it stands right now. Southern is predicted to win the West, followed by Alcorn, Texas Southern, Grambling State, Prairie View, and Arkansas Pine Bluff. In the East, Florida A&M, Jackson State, Alabama State, Alabama A&M, Mississippi Valley, and Bethune-Cookman. 
that's the predicted order of finish. So they're basically essentially predicting a FAMU Southern SWAC championship. Yeah. On that east side, there's about 34 people on crack. <laughs> You're not as, as um as Stephen A once said, stay off the weed. Well, stay off the crack because this is a little crazy. Er. And the other funny thing, too, that someone actually mentioned about SWAC Media Day was they were like, it's interesting how many people were at SWAC Media Day in 2021 and in 2022, but this year there weren't that many people. Gee, I, I wonder, wonder why. why. <laughs> We've all said it the same time. I wonder why. Yeah, look, let's be honest. If you had a Pro Football Hall of Famer walk into SWAC Media Day, or any media day for that matter, expect the coverage to amplify times 1,000. Mm-hmm. Kind of common kind of common sense, just saying. But now that said Pro Football Hall of Famer is gone, are we really surprised? It's not even just uh, Hall of Famer, you know. It's like prime time, however you want to call him. He has a... Not just an aura, but also like a gravity to him. I'm gonna just use two Twitter phrases right there. He's like he will attract people with his personality wherever he goes because you know he's like a he was a big time one on NFL Network. He was one in the league, one in college, one in baseball. Hell, it's like he was around a lot of places and a lot of people. If you show a picture of Dion, they're like, oh hey, look that's Dion. Well, that's prime time right there. He's going to have a crowd wherever he goes. It's not like, geez, I wonder why there's not a lot of many people this year as it was last year. Exactly. Or maybe the number one recruit in the nation went to his school. Geez, we want to interview that guy. Oh, wait, he's in a boot. Boo. This year, it's like, well, number one recruit's not there. The gravity guy is not there. Focus on some football. No, we don't want to focus on football. We have nothing to talk about. Yeah, that's that's basically what it is. Let's pull up some pants and talk some football, people. It's not that hard. I fully agree. And here's the thing about it, too. It's like, yes, yeah, you know, Swag still got talent and stuff. But, I mean, like, let's be real. Like, of course, there was going to be a drop-off. And to me, honestly, it is what it is. This is why I kind of wish, you know, if we had the time, we would have tried to have been there, of course. Well, let me say the one thing, too, also, before we, we keep going with that. I mean, ESPN was covering FAMU that weekend for Swag Media Day, just for the um, wrong reasons. Facts. Facts. No. And now, the athletic too. What's this too? Did the meet? Did they get it right with the projections? I, I like the matchup between Southern and FAMU. I don't like how there was thirty-four people who picked Bethune, but we won't get into that. So actually, how it goes, I I, I went back. I, I want to correct you because I want you to get. I want you to be right. So that's oh. based on points. It wasn't actually people. Oh. That's based uh. on. So how Girl, are you setting me up? I'm sorry. I think I said a lot. You did not say it was points. I did see, and I didn't notice until like, like literally, like late last night, and it just came to me. So actually, how it works is, sixteen people voted for Fami for first. Fami got sixteen first place votes. 
Jackson State, Alabama State, Alabama AM, and Mississippi Valley all got two votes, two first place votes. All of them did. Bethune got zero. They didn't get any first place. Okay, votes. so nobody's on crack. All right, we're good. Never mind. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Bethune did get keep setting me up. All right, here we go. Got to live with this. We got a comment in the comment section. Uh, Southern got 13 first place votes. Yeah, honestly, we are thinking about it. We'll see. We are thinking we'll about it. We'll see where the um, life takes us next year before we can say that. Yeah. Um, Alcorn got six vote, six first first place votes. Texas Southern got one first place vote. Grambling and Prairie View each got two. And then Arkansas Pond Bluff didn't get any. So, and also too, the preseason first, the preseason team also was selected. So, of course, no surprise, the best quarterback in the conference, Jeremy Musa, got preseason offensive player of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. Sundiata Anderson. Out of Grambling State, got Defensive Player of the Year, and this is actually where I now I I pose this because, and actually I was watching Off Script's video last night about it. I felt I felt Colton Adams should have gotten SWAC Defensive Player of the Year, SWAC Preseason Defensive Player of the Year, because I realistically think, non-biasedly, he is. The top linebacker in this conference. I really think that wholeheartedly. Uh, ooh, we got another one. Got another one. Doc Holiday from the interview Willie Simmons. That should be interesting. I thought that he already did that. I thought I thought it already started about good, almost thirty minutes ago. But yeah, don't worry. I'm 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 actually going. I'm actually going to watch that to see what the bias take is on that one i'm curious but yeah so also too and ace you could chime in on these as well as far as swack first team offense jeremy musa is the quarterback running backs jarvion howard and donovan eaglin uh offensive lineman jalen goss offensive lineman jonathan williams will reddy cameron coven tj yarborough jamari Sharid. First team wide receiver. Derek Morton out of Texas Southern is a first team wide receiver. And Jackson State's alone first team all swept on offense. DJ Stevens at tight end. There was only one Jackson State player <laughs> selected to first team. I wonder why, because everybody packed their bags in the last. 55 players. 55. On defense, it was ooh, here we go. On defense, it was Malachi Bailey out of Alcorn, Sundiata Anderson, Taj Brown out of Southern, defensive lineman Zarion Hayes out of Alabama AM, linebacker Colton Adams, who should have been defense preseason defensive player of the year. Lewis Matthews out of Grambling, Isaiah Major. And then on in the defensive secondary. Omari Hill Robinson out of Bethune Cookman, who we will talk about in a few seconds. Javon Morgan, starting safety for FAMU. Jordan Carter out of Southern and Kendall Bowler, who is just an absolute dog as well, out of FAMU. And then Kendall Bowler is no relation to BJ Bowler, right? 
They are they're brothers. Uh, I mean, any relation. I mean that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I got you. Yeah, they're brothers, but yeah. So it's interesting, and I actually do. I'm actually glad Amari Hill Robinson actually came up. So this was the other thing that I was going to tell you about with the call out. So you had Amari Hill Robinson at Swack Media Day say he wants Marcus Riley come Florida Classic time. 1v1. You got the dog in him? Now here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing about that. They looked at him after that, and some people have said, you know, the practice film shows and says otherwise. So it's like, you could say you want him, but do you really want him? As well as you gotta be careful what you wish for. Okay, I'm confused anyway, so because when you look up Marcus Riley, he says he's on the Thimpson too. So no, Marcus Riley transferred to FAMU. Screw you, Google. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. That's I'm like. Wait a minute, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he was in Bethlehem, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm so confused. No, you're good. So he left Bethune, transferred to FAMU. Amari Hill Robinson calls calls out Marcus Riley saying, I want Marcus Riley 1v1 to come Florida Classic time. And Is so, that going to be D-Hop versus D'Angelo Hall repeat? I feel like it's going to be that. I'm also – I like this because – the Florida Classic kind of needs a little bit of fire, if we're being need honest. some juice because it might be up seventy by halftime. Not sorry, not seventy, about forty-five. Yeah, honestly, and it's just like when I look at it, I'm like, do you really want him? Do you really want him? Because you need to be careful what you wish for there. Because hmm. that's what I was saying. Like the practice film says otherwise. Mm. So I was like, you need to be oh my god. Here you go. Oh wait, how do I get myself out of this? There we go. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Hey, like I said, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it because if you cook some, it's a lot of bulletin board material to go back to. It's a lot. It's a whole lot. And then also too, the other thing. A.D. Ashley Robinson, apparently getting ready to leave for Prairie View A&M and go back. I find this interesting because everybody's like, why is he leaving? Well, Texas is a more hot commodity. Oh, his Wi-Fi messed up. His Wi-Fi crapped out, but we keep the show rolling. Honestly, look. Texas is realistically more of a hot commodity than Mississippi. I'm just going to be real. President's gone. Dion's gone. So it's like, and realistically, you just promoted T.C. Taylor. So it makes sense. Am I alive? It, absolutely, it makes a lot of sense for you to dip out and go back to your roots. Give me a second. 
You're good. We can hear you. Oh, well, he crapped that again. But, yeah, honestly, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense for... Oh, Am okay. I alive now? Yes, you are. All right, we're back. The whole thing froze up and it crashed, and I was like, what the hell? Oh, you're good. You're good. But, yeah, I don't know if you heard of anything of what I said, but, yeah. Ashley Robinson set to leave Jackson State for Prairie View. Doesn't come as a surprise for me. <laughs> I love how his, his... I mean, like, what am I supposed to say about that? I love how you're just, your reactions is like, well, oh, well. I could not you. I'm, I'm like, you know... I don't know. It is. You win some, you lose some, I guess. No, maybe. Yeah, you do. You do. Mm -hmm. You lose some guys, you get some guys. Some hey, guys just if you want to be on the show, then that next Wednesday, if that don't work. Oh, yeah, deal. Sure. Then again, I'll come win or lose. How about win? Win, because I'm going to just keep this background up the entire time for memes and i'm gonna i'm gonna just sit in the background i'm gonna like stay off camera but i'm gonna just have this background up the entire time uh -uh. Hey, don't do that <laughs> mm. you know that meme is so old because i was using the headphones for the podcast and i had different glasses on oh wow that is different but yeah, um, yeah, they win definitely by all means. Honestly, look, we may we we may have drinks of a crown roll going around if they win. Well, for me, I would have to be like regular drink, like soda or something, because you know we're technically filming in the U.S. Now, I mean, if I was in Trinidad and we was filming this, well, I mean, Craig, no twenty. Uh, well, okay, but yeah. Twenty was Saturday. Mm. Next year, next year we can have drinks around. But yeah, so you got it. If they win, yeah, sure, we can make it happen. We can definitely make it happen. But um, yep. Also, too, so Miac Media Day was also a thing as well. North Carolina Central okay. favored to take over and once again and and win the Miac and go back to the Celebration Bowl and defend their crown. They have the best quarterback in that conference, and Davius Richard makes sense. So, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, MEAC's a thing. I mean, like, we all expect NC Central to win anyway, so, I mean, like. Facts. It's facts. what happens. <laughs> facts, honestly. I, I do think that they're going to just run the – they're just going to run the table – Plus, they're going to be – they don't have that as – well, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Let me keep moving on. Let's move North on. South Carolina State. I don't even think South Carolina State's going to be able to stop them. I don't think. I really don't think so. Not this year. South Carolina State's going to have a physical team, but I don't think they're going to be good enough to stop NC Central. Probably, most likely. Very likely. But yeah. 
And with that, we go straight to the NFL now. So training camp has begun, and the Bills come Somebody's in. Somebody's got paid. A couple people got and paid. Wait, let, let, let's talk about Naheem Hansworth. That that was just brutal luck, man. Holy crap. I hate that for him. Mm-hmm. Jet ski accident takes you out before the season even starts, knowing the Bills are going to need you in a big way. So mm. now, hey, Game look, couple of- James hey. Cook's time. Did they sign any other running backs besides Naeem Hines? I think they did. Not that I know of. I think, and I know James Cook is there, and um, that's the only one I have on the top of my head. Not that I know of. Not one that I know of. I don't. Mm-mm. It was. Uh, I don't have anyone on the top of my head right now. Running back, running back. James I mean, Cook, Damian Harris, and Latavius Murray. Why the hell am I not drafting James Cook in every fantasy league right now? Because we haven't started the draft yet. Oh, I forgot, James. But I'm actually glad that you reminded me of that because now that reminds me that I need to start prepping the fantasy draft and setting a date. <sighs> And figuring out who wants to be in it because we basically have one whole month to go almost until the season gets here. But uh, that's I don't a, feel bad. I just did a whole thing. That's a mid-August Twitter league, and I completely forgot. It's just James Cook and nobody else right now. Why is James Cook not like a top three round running back right now? That's actually it's literally him and Damian Harris. That's a good question, actually, given the amount of He should be like a top four round guaranteed in every league. Makes sense. That's like RB2 floor. Mm. Like, you got Diggs, you got Davis, you got Allen. Now, the tight ends I kind of worry about because it's both Knox and Kincaid. But I think Kincaid is mainly to help get pressure off of Diggs. As a receiver, and then Docs works underneath, mm-hmm. and then Davis is and Hardy are the field stretchers. Now the but other yeah, so Bills are interesting. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go on. Oh no, you're yeah, you're good. The other thing too is Demar Hamlin actually returned too to 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 play today. Mm-hmm. He got a standing ovation as he took the field, which was absolutely amazing. Although I. Personally, I feel like the man shouldn't play again, but I understand, you know, for morale and everything. It, it looks, it's amazing the fact that he he is out there playing and participating. So hey, you know, more power to you. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. To see. Like I feel like for Demar Hamlin, like he he was a ticking time bomb, and then it went off, and you're like, I don't think it's going off a second time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like it's like a recurring, hopefully. I hope it's but not. They got a pretty deep safety room now. They got Poyer, they got Hyde, they got Taylor Rapp brought in now, and Mar Hamlin. Honestly, look, I've been saying it like this. I mean, it's it's literally a one in a million thing that can happen. And it's it's one of those risks. just saw, game. But we just saw Brawny drop. With a cardiac arrest too. That's so true. Out to Bronny, by the way, it's yeah. like a lot of athletes. You know, they're saying is like is one of the leading causes of thing for athletes under twenty five. It's like cardiac arrest because the amount of stress your body's under. 
Yeah, honestly, and that's a – I feel like a little bit of that is a testament to the intensity of the training now because the mm-hmm. way – Way kids train now for things is totally different. They start from like three. Their body's under pressure from like small. Exactly. The intensity. Which is why I say that sometimes they're all ticking time bombs and they just need a right trigger. Facts. Straight facts. Yeah, you gotta learn to rest your body. Um, Also, too, the Titans, Seahawks, and the Vikings, all, and the heck, even the Jets. All came out with new uniforms, throwback uniforms. The Seahawks brought back that old 90s look, that Steve Largen era uniform. The Titans brought back the old Houston Oilers uniform. The Vikings brought back the old Randy Moss, Chris Carter uniforms. The Jets brought back the old Mark Gastineau look from the 80s. So, I, you know, let me go ahead and ask Ace before I go grab my jerseys. Which one is your favorite? I mean, like out of all retro jerseys or the ones that came out this last, like, well, however you want to spin it. Well, I'm going to be personal bias and you know who I'll take then. The Saints. Mm hmm. Those actually look clean, though. All right. Well, the Oilers, like, it, it looks like kind of like SMU now. Well, that's how they always looked. Yeah, but it's like, it's like saying, well, how do, you, how do you say this nicely? It should have been like Minnesota. Like they should have been able to keep the Lakers name and uniform. Mm-hmm. But then it's like LA got the Lakers. Okay. And kept it all the way. You know, like if, if the Titans moved to like if Tennessee, when they moved from Houston to Tennessee, they should have kept the Oilers name, even though it doesn't make much sense. I think they did for a hot minute. But then they switched it to Titans, and you're like, well, you really shouldn't be able to use Oilers again. You know, I was like, when Winnipeg, or when the Crashers moved to Winnipeg and became the Jets, right? In hockey, they didn't keep the name. Thrashers, they don't have uniforms that show the Thrashers or whatever. So it's kind of like, Whatever, and then the uniforms like right next to Texas and SMU is like, yeah, it looks similar there. That's fair. I mean, I, me personally, I'll say this: I like the old Seahawks throwback, but you know, my heart is with the creamsicle. That creamsicle is, it's it's beautiful. In my opinion, at least. But you know, uh, Josh Freeman creams clothes were better. Oh my good. You know what? I'm gonna go even further back. The originals, the Leroy Selman creams clothes. Yes, the Leroy Selman Doug Martin, not Doug Martin, the Leroy Selman Doug Williams creams clothes. Those were the best. I know he yeah, laughed. Doug Martin did wear the creams clothes like for a minute when they were bringing them in and the, out. The, yep, as we call him, Dougie the druggie. That's what we call him, Dougie the Druggie. Which one, Martin or Williams? Doug Martin. I don't know the story on that. Why? Yeah, he, you don't remember he got busted for uh, – he was taking, like, PEDs? 
That when he got suspended? Yeah, that was when he got suspended. He got like a four-game suspension. I, I thought it was like he got like DUI or something. Nah, that he was, was small. Taking, I don't like, remember. Yeah, dude, he and I think he had an issue with it for a while. That why he fell off faster than him. He had one good elite year and then he fell off the face of the planet. Yeah, 2015 was yeah, he because he yeah, see he he violated the NFL's drug policy and he had to enter rehab. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm. I'm surprised. That's the last time the Bucks had a good running back, too. I'm surprised that, like, being a Saints fan, I'm surprised you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Dougie the Druggie. I'm going to be using that. Yeah, Dougie the Druggie. It's like. I didn't know that at all. I know it's crazy because it sounds like the name of a South Park character, if you really think about it. You can't tell me. I'm not saying that. See, look, now nah, I gave him ideas. But uh, all right. Also, too, you know, the Jets are going to be featured on Hard Knocks this year, so it's going to be interesting. Hopefully, I'm able to keep up with it with my HBO Max app. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how how excited are you to see the New York Giants, the Jets. New Jets, on Hard Knocks? I'm, I could care less. All I want to see is uh, Garrett Wilson. Literally the only person I care about on the Jets. And Riesel. Who already made a very acrobatic catch in training camp, like literally the first day. Mm-hmm. They, they had one that was like, Gar- Sauce Gardner versus Garrett Wilson. Gardner gets the best out of the Wilson easily. And I'm like, that ball was so thrown so bad. Yeah. It was, that should have been above the shoulder throw when they threw it like here, and I'm like, really? I didn't realize that Sauce was that physical. I'd always thought Sauce was like more of a finesse type guy, but I'm realizing I'm like Sauce is pretty physical. Mm-hmm. People don't realize. I, I, I want to see if Sauce has another great year this year. Um, how many years do you think they're going to say he's the best Jets corner over Daryl, Darrell Revis? Or Mario Cromartie. That's gonna take a lot. That's gonna Mario take Cromartie a lot. Or Antonio Cromartie. That's gonna take a lot. We got some comments. Oh, wait. Which what, who y'all gonna be the most? I think gonna be the most NFL. Jersey sold. Okay, that makes more sense. Mm. Of all the throwbacks. Honestly? Cream skull probably. Who? It'll probably be the cream skull that sell the most. If if Tampa still has fans after Brady left, DOG fans will probably buy it. Well, they are selling the Brady creamsicle still, even though he never wore it. So that is a possibility. Mm-hmm. That I think the number. You gotta also think too the old. The old Chris Carter, Randy Moss era Vikings jerseys are going to do numbers because you had that that little stretch there where you had Chris Carter, Randy Moss, Randall Cunningham, or it was Chris Carter, Randy Moss, and Dante Culpepper for a while. So those those jerseys are going to be a hot commodity. Nobody's seen the Seahawks jerseys in a while. So like those old Seahawks 90s jerseys that are coming back, 
those are going to be pretty popular too. But my bias, my bias says the creamsicle. But I feel like the Seahawk jersey is going to be pretty popular too. You know, like Seahawks nationwide, you need a team that has a retro jersey with a big name on it. Like Seahawks don't have that. Mm. Neither does Tampa. Like if Kansas City had a retro jersey, which they don't, Mahomes would have got it easily. I feel like yeah. Philly brings like the real, real retro jerseys of the Eagles all the way. Philly, yeah, honestly, that's what needs to happen. Philly needs to bring back the the Randall, the Randall Cunningham, like '80s era jersey. They need to bring that back. Mm-hmm. People loved that jersey. I actually saw one hanging up in Lid's locker room back at home. But it was like three hundred and fifty dollars, and I wasn't gonna. I was not about to pay three hundred and fifty dollars for that thing. I'm just gonna... The most I paid for a jersey is probably two something for the Braden Point Championship jersey sweater. I think I paid two hundred something too for my Derek Brooks jersey. Problems. Yeah, see, you you got to be like that. Like if it was a if it was a Reggie White jersey, okay, two hundred dollars for a Philly Reggie White jersey. Yeah, because that that's that's rare. Mm-hmm. Teams have that, but yeah. So looking forward to it. Also, two Raiders added Marcus Peters to their secondary. I like the move. Baltimore. You know what? Oh, you know what sucked about all that stuff, right? When I saw Marcus Peters get signed, and then the. Ravens went and signed a couple people. I'm forgetting who they did, but they had signed a couple people. I'm like, are you kidding me? We just recorded the preview for the AFC West literally the day before our AFC North. And I'm like, it's okay. You're talking about who the Ravens got to sign. And I was like, are you kidding me? Because if I'm not mistaken, they went and they didn't re sign Kenyon Drake. They went and signed another running back. And you're like, I am breed, man. Hmm? Oh, running backs, we, we know. Yeah. Saquon's getting paid, I want to say, how much less? Almost 19, either 19 or 29 million less than Daniel Jones. And I had to think about it. That's the other thing, too. You had all these guys that got paid. Yeah. Saquon got Daniel Jones paid. But he only he's only making like a million more on his actual like one year contract versus his fifth year option. Oh crap! Dang, I'm blocked. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like that is like just wrong how they can treat running backs. It is. It really is. And then what else happened? You have Aaron Rodgers who just got an, an extension with the Jets. Like a two-year extension, Justin Herbert just got extended. Which honestly, if you're Joe Burrow, you're thinking that the Bengals better break the bank for me. Otherwise, I'm walking. I, I don't know. For some reason, I I just believe that the Ravens, not the Ravens, God, the Bengals, um, like Joe Burrow, he he gives me like the type of vibes he would take less money for the team. I could see it. I could see it. Because he already seems like he's doing pretty well for himself. 
And he, he really like, seems dedicated to wanting to win. The amount, the amount of money he probably makes in uh, Louisiana off of sponsorships from LSU. It, it It's like, he probably will make up his contract if he took less to win. I feel like he cares more about winning than money. I agree with that. I agree with that. That that actually makes sense. Because he doesn't... He realizes now having gone to the Super Bowl with during his rookie contract, and I think this is the beautiful thing that had happened to Jalen Hurts as well. You see now... A lot too. Hmm? I said Jalen got paid a lot. He did, but... They the, the Eagles know how to build through the draft as well and preserve the young talent, for mm-hmm. the people, which is why they, from what I've heard, they are very high on Kelly Ringo and company and basically the whole University of Georgia defense coming in. But it's like a lot of those young guys, they realize now what it takes and how financially certain, how financially the franchises need to be built for success going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think Burrow he's he's gonna he's gonna get a bag, but it's gonna be a team friendly bag, and the Bengals are gonna be built to sustain success because he he's gonna need he's gonna need that if he's going to stay in the AFC and compete against Mahomes, Allen, uh, Herbert, Lawrence, all these guys. He's gonna need that. So yeah. You yeah. know, it's like you see Herbert hasn't even made the playoffs yet. Got paid a whole ton of money. He, he was in the wild card. Oh yeah, he choked. He didn't win a playoff game. I meant not make the playoffs. That Sorry. part. Well, then again, Derek Carr hasn't won anything, and he somehow got a bunch of money. So we won't get into that. Yeah, I was gonna say if you want to have your TED talk, go ahead. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm trying to behave. 20 of the new me. Not gonna, doing it. You're going to wait to see his performance on the field first. Got it. Yeah. Don't worry. If he sucks, oh, you don't want to. That if, if 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 the Saints start off bad, I'm telling you all right now, whoever watches this, come back on this show. You are going to see fireworks. Should I go? Should I order a you, heart? You'll see worse than Oppenheimer. This will be Oscar-worthy stuff going on. Teens start off bad. Now, if they start off good, I'll behave and I'm going to be happy. You're going to see a word that looks like this? Yeah. It's going to be that background. Theme. Every every Wednesday in football, seen if the scene start bad. If they lose week one, week two. Oh, wait, if they lose week two, oh, it's, it's I'm going to be so pissed. Because that's the Texans. Who do they play week two? If I'm not mistaken, it's the Texans. They play the Titans week one. Ooh, and yeah, I'm probably going to lose to Houston, too. Better hmm? not lose to Houston. <laughs> well, no, they've got the Panthers. Oh, Houston's week six. Okay, okay. Week two is Bryce Young. Sunday, Monday Night Football. Mm. If you lose to Brian Tannehill, Bryce Young, Jordan Love, and Baker Mayfield in the first four weeks, we're, we're going to have some issues. But hopefully, I think 
I think they beat Tennessee. And I think they beat Bryce Young. I still think uh, Jordan Love is going to be good. So I feel like they're going to lose one between the Packers and the Bucks. No way they start 4-0. Then they get Patriots, Texans, Jags, Colts. For some reason, they play three AFC South teams in a row. USA Today actually picked the Saints to win the NFC South. Wow, the pitch sheet to win shit. But they had they also had the Saints going nine and eight and edging out. I believe it was the Falcons. They had shit picking shit. But on the good news on the Saints, though, they brought back Jimmy Graham three years too late. But we won't get into that. Oh my gosh. I mean, hell, you had Jimmy Graham in 2020. <laughs> Something might have been different, you know. We wouldn't have to go deal with a certain bum cook. Jared Bum Boy <laughs> dropping the ball, fumbling it away. He is never and going then, to he's never gonna live this down. I I I you know I, Chicago, I really want to see how the first two weeks of the NFL season unfold for the Saints because I just want to see Bro, how they you- beat better beat Ryan Tanhill and Bryce Young. Oh, I'm not worried about him doing much. He can just he can catch some red zone balls and I'll be happy. He don't gotta do anything. Oh, here, read that if you want. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, catch a couple touchdowns, like literally just run a little fade route and you can catch a touchdown. That's fine. It's better than a field goal. I can have zero expectations for Jimmy Graham. Now, number four, the quarterback. Ooh, you got expectations, but I won't put them on him yet. We'll wait till the season starts for that. And we were talking about the worst Saints glosses the other day. And I was like, oh, God, y'all making me realize how stupid and terrible of a coach Dennis Allen is. That just nuked any optimism I had. It wouldn't help the window when I saw I remembered how bad those losses were. The loss to Arizona Thursday night football. When mm-hmm. he went and Andy Dalton threw the three three picks yeah. in the first half, and he said, keep doing what you're doing. And what do we had? No adjustments. That was bad. When you went and you had a complete execution and coaching failure and and choking against the Bucks on Monday Night Football. When you lost to Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, with the Panthers. Mm. Like, the Panthers are a good defense. Like, I would not shock me if some way, like... That I already missed All the right, game. I'm finished my tirade. Trunks here, we're good. Oh my gosh! Yes, he did. That, we, that's what we started the show we, with. We'll swing back to it in the next section, in the next segment for you. We'll swing back to it. Don't worry. But keep going, Ace. As a part. Oh yes. Jimmy see, Prime, see, I found it oddly coincidental. I found that oddly coincidental. Uh, Travis Kelsey was on somebody's podcast. I don't remember who it was. It was on my best quarterback tight end duos of all time. He had Brady, Brady Gronk one, right? Okay, fine, because of the rings. Then he had Rivers Antonio Gates two, and I'm like, hey, you forget about Tom, uh, Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham being the best team, and the had Jimmy Graham would be better than Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski combined. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know where you get Phil. I mean, get I give it Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates was nice, but it wasn't. 
it wasn't it, it it wasn't getting past the AFC Championship. Where do you want to start, drunk? If AP was here, AP would chime in too. I don't think AP's here though. He he knows it just as well as I do. All of the bad Saints losses. <laughs> what do you want to do? He's quick. You want to do the 49ers one where the NFL Network posted the Jimmy Graham highlight from? Pissed me off too because we know how that game ended. The Ron Beast Harper, for, Roman Harper forgot how to cover Vernon Davis, and the Greg Beast Williams called a zero blitz. The Beast Quick one was wild because it's it's funny because he got up and started holding his nuts and everything. <laughs> that one was wild. I was oh, like, oh, oh, I got a better one. 2014 Seattle divisional round. Marcus Colston forgot that you have to throw a lateral pass and threw a forward pass on the laterals on the end of the game. That one was memorable, too. Then you had 2017, you know, three years of Brandon Browner and Sean Payton and that garbage team. We won't mention those years. Uh, then you had, yeah, 2017. Well, 2018 technically it happened. Minnesota Miracle, we know how that went. Yeah, that's 2019. Okay. 2019, um, Ray Charles was refereeing the NFC Championship game. Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. You need to stop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you need to stop. You need to stop. 2020, 2020, um, uh, 2020, technically, it was, um, you know, Lottimore pulling his hamstring and, and um, Yeah, Colson was Colson was goaded. He just forgot that he had to throw a lateral at that moment. Wow. And he threw a forward pass. But yeah, 2020, you know, Lattimore pulled the hamstring and Patrick Robinson got absolutely torched by Adam Thielen. And then Kyle Rudolph pushed off in the end zone and they didn't call it. And then 2021 was Jared Bumboy holding his lunchbox and forgetting to that he had a bunch of bullies around and got his lunch stolen. Because he was swinging it 100 grand in the hood and was like, here, come take you guys. He said holding 100 grand in, 100 grand in the hood. Oh. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. All right. Cool. You wildin'. Um, okay. So. Back to reality. We can go ahead and switch on over to college football. So other media day, other media days were out there. Georgia's favorite to basically go back to back in as SEC champs. Michigan and Wisconsin are predicted to meet for the Big Ten championship. Colorado picked to finish near the bottom in the Pac-12. Oh my. I remember. Where? Oh my gosh, where was I at? Um, I don't think the ACCs came out yet, from what I saw. Um, trying to think about it. Trying to think. Trying to think. Oh yeah. Also, Texas, which was oddly enough favored to win the Big Twelve this year. Which I looked at, I was like, huh? Texas? Twenty years. He could come out, be hot, be good. One last run in the Big 12 before packing the bags and heading out to the war field. Yeah, I was going to say they better win one now because if they don't win one now, 
Lord knows they won't be in Atlanta for a while, especially not in a in a brand new SEC West. <laughs> and honestly, they should um, be glad. They should be glad Alabama is moving to the East along with Auburn. Not so much Auburn, but they should be glad Alabama is moving to the to the East. Yeah, you're gonna have Texas A&M and LSU and Ole Miss to compete with. Which honestly, it's kind of crazy, but Ole Miss might actually get to the SEC championship now, if that happens, or if and when. Well, that's a crazy, that's knowing a how um, good Brian Kelly can recruit, I mean, they have some guys in that LSU quarterback room, so it's going to be basically Archie Manning versus whoever. Like Ole Miss got four quarterbacks in there, right? Mm-hmm. And LSU's got a couple guys behind. Jaden Daniels ready to roll. Facts. Yeah, so that 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 SEC wasn't gonna be a dogfight. The East, see, the West will be a dogfight, but the East is gonna be World War Three. Yes, because you have kind of off topic, but I talked to a USC fan that said there's not a huge market for Caleb Williams in the NFL. What y'all think? Mm, time to go look at some Patrick Mahomes highlights and then look at it and then see the type of boneheaded stuff Caleb Williams will make and then just watch everything else and you'll be like, oh, yeah, wait. Nah, uh, Caleb Williams is going to go one. Drake May will go two. And I, maybe Quinn Ewers three. I'll say, you know, honestly, my I have an opinion, again, of USC players. Oh. Oh, I was going to say it's Pac-12 in general with quarterbacks, but okay, yeah. But yeah, I have an opinion of USC players because, honestly, I will say. <clears throat> USC quarterbacks. Name me the last Chris great Jones. USC QB. Hey, Darnold? The last great Chris USC Chris. quarterback that actually oh. won and turned out really well in the NFL. No, I'm saying, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. You find fine name me one. Oh, well, that's what I mean. It's like, dude, dude. Okay, enough waiting. Yeah, there's none. Exactly. But then again, he was an Oklahoma quarterback, so it doesn't count. I'll even go back to say that. When was who was the last great? See that okay. But he was an Alabama one. But then you go, who was the last great Alabama quarterback? And then you'd have to go all the way back to Joe Namath because Mac Jones and two will have in one squad either. Yeah, see it got him. You got a point. You got a point. I don't care what nobody said. Matt Liner was a dog. Yeah, he was a dog at USC. He was a dog at USC. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. He he was a dog at USC. He was a dog. Um Carson Palmer was a dog. Uh, who he was, was good. He wasn't great. Ohio State never had a QB. Y'all, st- y'all still drafted. Look, he ain't on my favorite team. He ain't on my favorite team. Yeah, Justin Fields being ranked over uh, Trevor Lawrence in the top 100 was messed up. Like, I love Justin Fields, but, like, he was 
definitely, definitely, definitely not better than Trevor Lawrence last year. Is Especially when you went and you watched that wild card game versus the Chargers of Trevor Lawrence, and then you go and you watch the divisional round against Patrick Mahomes. How Trevor Lawrence look? Thoughts on Colorado Media Day? Colorado wants to go to the Big Twelve. They do, and honestly, I know, know Dion wasn't there, and I'm, I'm gonna talk about that too. Well, what Ace just said, but honestly, I mean. My expectations for Colorado were so I think they can find six wins, but it, it's going to be tough. I don't think like they're predicting for Colorado to be near the bottom of the pack in the Pac-12. Uh, I mean, but mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. You're going to find out what they're made of week one when they get their hands on TCU. You're gonna really find out if they're cut for the upper echelon of the bit of the Pac-12 when they run into Oregon and Washington and USC. You're gonna really find out, but I don't think they're like the second worst team in the conference. I have higher expectations for them this year. But to Ace's point, too, they are looking to go back to the Big 12, which would honestly make sense for them. And if you ask that me, that Pac-12 is falling apart. It really is. It really is. Actually, um, Matt Barry actually posted, you know, the likelihood super drunk tank. I mm, think mm, mm. this gonna be fun. Well, with you and well, you talk about Shador winning the Heisman. Yeah, I know how you feel about that. <sighs> He's not winning it this year. He, I have, I, I have so much more faith in Jordan Travis and Jaden Daniels and whoever Alabama may roll out there with at running back. Caleb is gonna win it. You think Caleb's gonna go back to back? Well, I, I mean, mean, it's possible. Archie, Archie Griffin did it. It's possible. I mean, I mean, Bo Nix, I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think unless Texas goes insane, Quinn Ewers ain't winning it. I don't know. Now he's with Jaden. Now he's with Phoenix. And that leaves you with Hype Man himself. Shitter. But now back to this. I didn't see this one earlier. My bad. Yeah, that's true, too. Fields had us three as, as three as his top three wide receivers. Yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to probably win it. Like, it won't be a quarterback winning it this year, probably. I could, this one actually makes sense. I could see Marvin Harrison Jr. winning it as well. I could. If a quarterback doesn't win it, that's who I think could win it. I still don't know who the Ohio State quarterback is this year. Me neither. Like, like when Fields was leaving, you knew who Stroud was. Like, he was he had hype behind there is zero like there's zero hype around whoever the hell replacing Stroud. And this is why Michigan is favored to win the Big Ten. And yeah, favorite. and they and, and Ohio State has the best wide receiver room in college football, and somehow they still can't be favored because I have no idea who the hell their quarterback is. That exactly, and well, plus also too, it it doesn't help the fact that they have to go. And if you remember the weather from two years ago, the twenty twenty one game. 
they gotta go into they gotta go into Ann Arbor for and and not get the hat trick put on them when they go in there. No racism, but Ohio State is a white dude. Ohio State QB is a white dude. That's all I know. No, it's not racist, but well, yeah. That's white dude who was a quarterback for Ohio State that I can recall is Joe Burrow, but he left before he became relevant. Honestly, I, I would go as far back as the quarterback they had back in 2002. That was the last one I remember. Uh, Krenzel. I, I, can't, I can't tell you a single Ohio State had. I think his name was like Craig Krenzel. He was the quarterback of Ohio State's 2002 team that Google. robbed Miami. Who it is? You can look it up. Ohio State QB. I want to see who it is. The more I look back on it, Kyle like, McCord. Yeah, he's white. Ooh. Bro, what kind of name is McCord? See, you laugh at his name. Watch, watch, him, watch him be so fire. He's, he's going to somehow be fire, isn't he? And oh, watch God, him, he looks like a baby. Watch him be fire. Watch him literally have Ohio State like right on Michigan's tail going into the last week of the season. And you are here making fun of him. Yeah, probably. He's going to be good. Okay, never mind. He actually looks halfway decent. Washington. He's from Washington. This is usually what happens. No, is- different, this is a different dude. This is some dude named Lincoln Keenholes. Never mind. I got played. Let me just look up Comic Board. Who the hell is he? I have no idea. No hype around him. Well, while he does that, also, too, um, Jim Harbaugh actually also got a four game suspension, but I don't think it's going to matter much because Michigan will likely be 4 0 in those four games without him. So, oh yeah. no, this dude got no, I can't see how this guy's good. I'm sorry, is it that bad? Kyle McCord screams Marvin Harrison Jr. Heisman. I can't see how this guy's gonna be. He's from Pennsylvania. Jeez, I that's... like how a white quarterback is labeled as a pro-style quarterback on 247 Sports. That's not tacky at all. First things first. Y'all want to talk about this right now or you want to talk about Colin McCord? I can drop Colin McCord right now and talk about this. That's was, funny. Oh, as well. the, only, the only thing I'm going to say on Colin McCord is, how did one, how did Penn State get it, let him get away? Two, nobody's talking about Penn State. That's the, other, that's the other threat out there in the Big Ten that I'd be worried about. But also, too, I don't understand that either, Drunk, because Pan Players is essentially legal now, and I don't get it. If anything, Tennessee – You can't pay them directly. Sorry, guys. We can't give them money directly. We have to go like and have a business give them money so the business can profit and they can make money, but you as a team can't make money. Sorry, and the players can't make direct paychecks. Sorry, that's not how it works. All right, sorry. Joke's over. Yeah, it's a bunch of shit shows. I don't get it either, man. It's it, it's crazy. It's – I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Now, for, for the reason why Drunk came here as well, too. So as far as the music video goes, Drunk fam, you did halt team activities. But AD Tiffany Sykes came out and said recently, effective as of yesterday, I believe it was, 
early yesterday, FAMU was able to return to football-related activities when Harbaugh Honda <laughs> Lance and NCAA. The way that he said that, I want to talk about this Tom Quartz car. Like it, like really, not even a good Mercedes-Benz AMG that you picked. You got like a GT fifty-three. Like really, God, car taste sucks. You have an NIL with a car dealership, and that's the best you can do. What, Honda? No, Mercedes AMG. I'm talking about Comic Ford. And then he okay. said this uh, Harbaugh Honda thing, and I'm like, yeah. Like, if you have a car NIL, like, you should be pulling up in some fancy cars. No offense, but I've never been a fan of Mercedes. Why? Because it's American made? Isn't it? No, you it's don't cool. want to know where Mercedes was in 1940s. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, it's not American-made. Man. Definitely not American-made. Yeah, my bad. They got three next to the show. Wow, GPs fell off. Yeah, jeez. I don't know why I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute. And then you said 1940s. I was like, oh, okay, that's a problem. But Bro, yeah, this guy's not even named the starter yet. Mm. It's gonna be interesting this year. Huh? It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Ohio State's gonna have a fun year because they have um, what's his name, Henderson, the running back. He's mm. good. You have Agubuka. He's going to be a top 10 pick. And then you have Marvin Harrison Jr. He's going to be a top 5 pick. And yet you have a quarterback battle going on between a dude named Kyle McCord and a dude named Devin Brown. I don't know where they found all these weird names or basic names. Ooh, quarterback with basketball bra- uh, background. So he's got quick, quicker processing. I don't know who the hell Devin Brown is. Oh, they both look tacky. Never mind. Hmm. Wait, what was bro going to say about family? You want to talk about this? Uh... Oh, so, yeah. So, AD Tiffany Sykes, essentially, like, she re- she said the family football team was able to resume the team activities as of yesterday. It was early yesterday, I believe, when that statement came out. Um. And then, you know, Willie Simmons talked about it and everything, too. He talked about it to the 220 quarterback club saying, you know, sometimes when you do have kids like this, you know, his job is to develop them as men. And sometimes kids, when you are in college, which honestly we've all done stupid things in college, you got to love them up and you got to use it as a teachable lesson, obviously. Um and their main thing right now is just moving past it and, and putting it behind them and just focusing on fall camp. But there is an internal investigation going on into what happened and everything because they didn't have proper clearance and the right, I should say, verification to go forward. Um, but I do think that you know, more action needs to be taken as far as security and clearance of who gets into that locker room and who doesn't going forward. Um, but yeah, honestly, the main thing is they're just moving past it right now, honestly. But the investigation is ongoing. And I likely 
probably since team activities have resumed. I'd hate to have to be in that locker room to have to suffer and run one tens and get punished for it. I mean, it's like you're working somewhere or like, even if you want to do anything in somebody else's property, like you don't go to somebody's house and it's like, all right, we're going to throw a party and we're not going to ask you. Yeah, no, you don't do that. That's actually just plain dumb. But yeah, honestly, I thought the music video wasn't that good. Honestly, in my opinion, my mom made cabbage when I was 12. It was trash. And that's where I put it. It was a teachable lesson by me getting my ass whooped. Yeah, make sure you clean that plate. You ain't going to move from that spot till you clean that plate. <laughs> no, I, I, I get what he's saying. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. I've been there before. You've been to making it taste terrible, and you're like, you don't want to tell them. You know, like, we have to go eat this one. And, and the beautiful thing about it is, is like when you get older, you can start cooking whatever you want for yourself and not have to worry about that problem. And me, like, anything I make tastes better than anything anybody else makes now. It's just that's how it works. Specs, but yeah, no, yeah, drunk. No, you're right, but yeah, it's um, it's behind them now. They're just they're focused on fall camp starting up on August fourth and everything. Um, so yeah. Also, too, yeah. Well, Jackson State made a music video too, but nobody knows about it. But it, was, it seemed very unseasoned and lifetime B-list movie-ish, should I say? I mean, it's in Mississippi. I mean, outside of like the actual football team and the school itself, like I'm sorry, let me not say nothing. Well, the other thing too is they they were like, why didn't Boston Richie, why didn't Boston Richie go over to Florida State and try to shoot a music video? And someone was like, and I even told him too, I was like, dude, he would never have made it past Coach Bowden's statue. He probably wouldn't have gotten past the front door. They, they, they no way. If Mike Norvell had would have had seen that, Mike Norvell would have had a fit. Oh, once Willie Simmons found that, he had a fit. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm just surprised he didn't. I'm like, how did, how did that happen? He didn't know about it beforehand. Billion-dollar question. Billion-dollar question, honestly. Um, But, yeah. And, honestly, folks, that's that's everything we got wait, for you. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Jackson State without Dion. Is the Jacks without Michael? Irrelevant nobodies. My thing. Wait, my thing. Oh, Ace, my, let me ask first. Ace, do you know? Do you understand what he means when he says this? What non-existent or irrelevant nobodies? Okay, you understand. Or just mid. You you understand. You get it. You get it, because that's essentially what they were when he went on his own. Well, yeah, nobody wants to listen to the Jackson 4. Is it Tito Jermaine? Yeah, yeah. oh, dang, yeah, it was. Right. Jeez. It's called Jackson 5. You take away Michael, there's only four. True, but it's, but it's like, the thing is, is as they got older... 
when they got older, they just became the Jacksons. Like this was like before Michael Jackson did his off the wall album. But yeah, like literally once Michael went, the Jacksons just wasn't they wasn't like that anymore. Mm. So I know what drunk means, but yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. That was good though, too. That's funny. Oh man. But yeah. All right, folks. That's gonna do it for us this evening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Um, before we do get out, wait, it's like Michael. It's like it's like the Jacksons. If Michael took Tito and Jermaine and started a new group, see, that's why we enjoy drunk. Drunk is just bringing. My thing. I didn't see you. I think I didn't know if drunk knew about that. I didn't know what drunk do about that, but that's funny. That's funny, man. Cause that's actually very true. Cause honestly, he could have took both of them and had them for bass and drums and still been successful. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yep. Also, too, we need to bring we need to bring uh we need to bring Flash back on here. That way the folks can see him with some shades on and show him how he looks like Jermaine Jackson. <laughs> Not bad again. I'm drunk. I know everything. Salute. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, folks. That- That's accurate. <laughs> With that being said, I think we've covered everything. Um, yeah, so prayers out for Bronny and his family, you know. Hopefully he gets better. Also Naheem Hines, because I don't think NFL insurance is gonna cover that. So yeah, he's kinda screwed. So prayers out to him too. Oh my god. I- I'm sorry. I meant flash. Oh, you got to go get that. You got to go. Oh, oh. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Oh. Bro, get in that Zion Williamson build, too. That is accurate in more, one, more, more than one way. Or more ways than one. That's what it is. Oh no! That is more accurate. In more ways than one. Oh, oh my no! God. Hold up! Wait a minute! I'm good. I'm sorry. That's that's got me. Oh! I, I know. I I know that's more applicable than you oh, realize, bro. Gosh! I know you mean like he's out a lot. That's why. But that's more accurate. <laughs> Oh my gosh, where is, it? where is it at? Oh no. No. Man, even here to defend him. Oh, oh snap. Pull up. I just lost my way right here. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, and now you know he's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, man, nah, man, y'all gotta let me on next week. You talking about me. <laughs> 
Nah, we laughing at it. We laughing at we laughing at you, Flash. <laughs> oh, we're laughing at the joke. No, I'm laughing. At Flash. I'm laughing at Flash. I'm laughing at the joke too. I'm laughing at everything. He says, "I'm Williamson." I'm. Oh my gosh. See, we're I, gonna talk about that on off air, and we know why we're laughing. Oh my gosh, man, y'all, 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 y'all having that? Y'all keep these. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Be a friend, tell a friend, like, share, subscribe. Who knows, maybe Flash will come back to answer the drunk next week. Probably not, because he's not like Zion, so he's probably, you know, taking a break still. Good night, I don't folks. know. Oh, my God.